from the creators of Wagertainment. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you bets. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, back in the saddle here with you on the BetQL Network. Awesome to be back here on the show with my guy Ken Barkley after a couple days off uh, as we get you set for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Again, here on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7, no hot take BS. We bring you bets. And we bring you sports. We're coming to you live today from the usual spots. The Odyssey app. The BetQL app. Simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern. Coming up next hour on the show. YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And heard on radio stations nationwide, including satellite radio. Sirius Channel 160 and XM Channel 205. Ken and I here. We're bringing you the wagertainment. We're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com. And you can do so on this T3. Three words that all start with the letter T. It is, in fact, a tremendous football Thursday. January 18th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Or 2024, I guess now. The show went, that's the first time I messed it up. We're, what, 18 days in? I nailed it up until then. 2024. Show on Twitter, at you better you bet. I am on Twitter and the gram at the Costos and Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He's on X now and always at Lockie Lockerson. And on this tremendous football Thursday, we bring you five phenomenal guests. How about this? Adam Chernoff, Connor Allen, Rob Pozzola, Joey Kanish. Four regulars that we have on the show every week. The best in the business breaking down the NFL postseason here with us on You Better You Bet. And in addition to those four phenomenal guests, our good friend, actually is our good friend now, because we be the second time on the show in less than a month, former NFL head coach, ESPN NFL analyst, you play to win the game, Herman Edwards. Coach Herm. Herm Edwards joins us later this hour on the show to talk divisional weekend in the National Football League. So Herman Edwards, Chernoff, Connor Allen, Rapazola, Joey Kanish, what a guest lineup today to get you set to bet and win on the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Plus, we haven't been on the show since Monday. We got a lot to talk about, man. It's going to be awesome, including the Eagles game against the Bucks on Monday night, the fallout from that game, and, of course, our updated takes on the four games in the divisional weekend starting on Saturday. Ravens and the Texans in Baltimore, Packers and the Niners in San Francisco, Bucks and the Lions in Detroit, and the Bills and the Chiefs in Buffalo. We'll talk about any inclement weather in the forecast, including, obviously, in Detroit. Going to be really cold on Sunday in Detroit. Look forward to see how the Bucks handle the elements. Yes, we know the game is played in a dome, but we'll talk about all of it. Updated thoughts on sides, totals. Have we changed our minds on any of the games? And we only knew one of the games when we did the show on Monday. I think we felt like we knew where things were going by the end of the show. So we will go through all four games and give you our opinions as we move along. Power Hour, Final Hour, all our bets for tonight. Uh, and I kind of like both New York teams tonight in the NBA and the NHL. So looking forward oh. to that with the Knicks and the Rays. Yeah, I like bangers? both New York teams. I think I like the Knicks tonight, like quite a bit. And I have one other NBA bet that we'll we'll talk about coming up towards the end of the show. 
We are on. They did look great last night. 15-point win over the Rockets. I'm loving this team right now. We are locked and loaded here. Tremendous football Thursday. Both had a couple days off. Uh, I got to spend mine overcoming a sickness, which was great. It also snowed, and it's basically icy everywhere on the road, so yeah. maybe not the most safe environment. A thank you to Ryan Horvat and our pal PJ Glasser for holding down the fort the last couple days. So, Ken, uh, good to talk to you, my friend. First show since Monday. How's it going? Man, it's been a weird week so far, uh, like personally. Uh, you were saying you were coming off a of sickness. I'm getting one right now, so I apologies to people listening to the show. I will sound like I have a cold, probably. Kids were off Monday, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., the holiday, and then snow day Tuesday, and then delay yesterday. So I'm just like the whole, just it's like the week that won't end in terms of just getting my kids out of the freaking house. Uh, it's like it's been it's been a little bit a little different. Been staying staying inside a lot, playing playing a lot of games, entertaining kids. And uh, now like today's the first normal. So naturally I get sick. Today's the first normal day. But uh, but yeah, doing pretty good. It just you know definitely feel a lot more energized after the back to back days off. So we've kind of had like had like a lot of NFL stuff the game Monday night, which we don't have to talk about if we don't want to, because I lost a lot of bets, uh, but we can talk about the game or the coaching. It was stuff. no fun. So we have kind of like, we have like three, three, usually it's eight buckets. Today it's three. You have NFL games. So Monday night or the divisional NFL coaching stuff. And then like everything else, like the actual sports that were going on the last two days, like the actual games. Cause there hasn't been football since Monday night. I, I, do you want to start with the Eagles game just to do it? How would you like to start? We can do coaching well, stuff, I, too. I kind of want to get your I, take on some of the coaching stuff. Can I hit you with just, like, something anecdotal, non-sports related? And I feel like we, like you and I, and, like, everybody, we have the same conversation, like, every winter, probably. I sure. I actually feel like this is what I'm going to say is actually true, though. I, I don't think... I've ever heard of more people, and thank God, like these are not serious illnesses we're talking about. People get a cold, you're out of commission for a couple days. Ken and I both had a stomach bug that knocked us out for a little bit. Do you feel like this this winter so far has been like maybe since like 2020 when everyone was terrified of getting COVID that like this is everyone's sick? Like, I think it's more of a surprise when you hear from someone right now and they're like, yeah, I feel great. I'm like, Clean well, just, 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 just you wait, buddy. Just you <laughs> wait, buddy. Because right around the corner, something's waiting for you. I hope that's not the case, obviously. Do you feel that yeah. way, though? Is that just like anecdotal on my part? I mean, it's not anecdotal because I feel the same way. And if I talk to like my friends or my family, they feel the same way, I'm sure, because we have a shared experience. Yeah, I mean, this, I'll just speak for Connecticut because that's where I live. Uh, a ton more of two things this winter than we had last winter snow and germs <laughs> way more <laughs> of both of those things that we've had so far bad combination too and uh germs in snow probably to, to a certain extent especially when my kids are playing outside yeah i think i think you're right but like we're like we're good like i like i feel pretty good i i i don't know if i was that excited for the divisional round like on monday show we got gate like the bills games going on shout out to us by the way bills in the over that was great so that bills was really good on and shout out to not us on the second game, but like the both games are going on and yeah, we can do the like look aheads and it's probably this. I, it's actually, it's, I don't care on Monday. Like what, I just don't care yet. I just don't care yet. Like I, I don't, I, we have two more games to go. Then I'll care. Then I'll start thinking about it. So I def, at least mentally, I feel like I'm in a better place of, all right, like I'm thinking about the game a little bit, if the market is going to change, how I think the game's going to play out. Like there's at least a little more of that. Monday, it was just all jammed in there to like where it's like, all right, two games going on. And also, what would you do if it was six? What would you do if it was three? How about seven and a half? How about one and a half? How about this? And it's like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know when it's Monday. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Normally I have a better idea, but uh, more 
more focused, I think, these next couple days, just having a couple days removed from the two games we saw Monday. Maybe we'll do like a this touch on the Monday night game, and then we can hit some of the coaching stuff, and we will get into before the guests start. Uh, the the Joel Embiid ran for Monday, where like yeah, like I'll say this for you, <laughs> like I, I'll I'll say this for you, like Joel Embiid yeah. obviously does not have to win the award. The bets don't have to age great. He could get hurt, whatever, <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> also, yeah, like about he, icy in Philly. Right. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he uh, he he did outduel Nikola Jokic, and the Sixers beat the Nuggets, and as a result, the odds of so we we will we'll talk about that coming up in a little bit here. Um, but yeah, like I I had an Eagles ticket from earlier in the week at, at under three. I felt good about it heading into the game, and uh, and then the game, and then it uh, and then it started, and it was pretty apparent early on that I did not think that this was going to go especially well for the Eagles. But it's like here's how stupid I am. Very stupid is the answer. So the Eagles go on that drive and score the the Hurts to Goddard touchdown towards the end of the first half to make it sixteen uh, nine. Yeah. Oh, oh man! And I'm and I'm yeah. sitting and I'm and I'm clicking and I'm refreshing. When that son of a bitch goes to halftime, I'm just like, oh, give me, give give it to me, like Ryback. Feed me more. Feed me more. <laughs> click. Refresh. Click. Refresh. Eagles minus yeah. three and a half. Oh, yeah. Give it to me. So it wasn't enough to have the Eagles for the full game. Then I had to, you know, come back with Eagles minus three and a half second half. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I guess I'm still holding on to the last vestiges of maybe they can get it together. And, you know, like we had that conversation last weekend about Bowles and Sirianni. Is, sure. is, is Sirianni the worst? Like, is that just actually what this is? This is, they're, they're brain dead, these coaches here. They're absolutely it's brain tough. dead. That it was is, really, yeah, it's not great. Yeah. And it wasn't just you, it was me. I like the Eagles no. also in the game. It was both of us. And I, it's funny because I was like, I think early on in the week, I was kind of like, yeah, like I think the Eagles are more likely to win, but I don't know. And I really, I mean, I, I like the Mayfield under props a lot. And look, like sometimes you're going to bet an injured quarterback and that's going to happen. And that sucks. I mean, it's really rough when you, you bet an injured quarterback and he goes nuts in the game and like looks pretty good too. It took off and ran a couple times in the game also. Um, and then at the same time, you're like, how much of this is just Philadelphia? I don't know. I Do you remember like a playoff game? Because I, I do think it's like pretty interesting what happened. And I, I saw a couple of people draw this comparison between how Dallas played against Green Bay. They lost the game at home. They got down 27 nothing. And how the Eagles played against Tampa. And almost people trying to figure out like which one was worse. They were both terrible performances. Both seemingly could Eagles. have led to the coach getting fired. Eagles was, was worse. Like Eagles, I compared it to earlier today. I, was, I told someone, I, I, you're, I think you're really good at Madden, right? Or you used to be really good at Madden. Is that true? You, uh, there's, yes. Like when I played a lot, I was like exceptionally good. And you know <laughs> that I'm not a. But listen, you, you know I'm not a BSer. Yes. <laughs> like, no, but like, but listen, like, if well, I played now, the answer would be no because right. I haven't played in years. But when I played, I was outstanding. Yeah. Right. So the so the Cowboys like they made normal mistakes. Right. They uh they threw a pick six that was really bad. Uh, they gave up some bad third down conversions where Jordan Love made some outstanding plays. Um, you know, just it was like it was at least like normal football. I I've never been good at Madden. I've always been a terrible Madden player. And I also have, I've never really played. I've never made it like a priority to be good at Madden. Even when I was like in my twenties or in my late teens, when the game started coming out and being really like really popular online, which obviously hadn't happened before that I was never really good at it. And I was trying to explain the reason I was really bad. Well, there are a lot of reasons, but one was I couldn't tackle anybody. So you're like moving, right? It's almost like if like a five-year-old had a controller, like you move the joystick around and the player's kind of running. And then I could never line him up to run into the guy normal. 
or I would hit the dive button, which just means you like dive at the feet of the player and nothing happened. Like you, I could never actually tackle anybody. That was the Eagles on Monday night. They hit the they hit the dive button. They ran around in a circle, and then the guy ran right by them. It was really I can't remember seeing anything like that in a play in a playoff game. I mean, it's just playoffs. I, that's I mean, it was jarring, and it was every play, every play. It happened. I, I can't remember a playoff game. I'm sure there have been a couple historically where literally it was like, honestly, a team that kind of like got full of itself, had really high expectations, realized that wasn't going to happen and quit. I'm sure that's happened before. But this was like a really jarring experience watching the game. I I can't. Can you think of another historical data? Even a team, a performance that was close to that. Um. Maybe that's not like as bad as that. I I don't I don't right. know if one really comes to mind like it that because really and it's also and it's also really yeah. unique because with the Eagles coming off a Super Bowl berth the year before, it's like what a fall right. for a ten and one. Like the the example people will bring up at least locally here in nineteen eighty six, the Jets started ten and one, lost their final five games, but won a game on Wild Card Weekend, and then lost to the Browns in overtime in the divisional round. Prior to the Browns losing to the Broncos in overtime in the AFC title game with the drive, so not the same thing. So I think. That it's kind of like unprecedented almost in the history of the league, what the Eagles just did. And we've had, cause we've had blowouts in, but this isn't, it's not just like a standard wild card blowout because of like the expectations and just, and the, the incredible downward spiral. So, cause I was talking to somebody the other day and I, I thought about this. I meant to bring this up on the show the last couple of weeks, just usually what happens is, and I think everybody knows this to a certain extent, it doesn't happen every year, like the Super Bowl loser gets a, a rough draw the next week usually or next year sorry the next season they don't play particularly well a lot of them don't make the playoffs sometimes it's injuries sometimes team uh, players leave in free agency because like sort of the disease of more like now everybody on your team wants a big contract it's like really easy to understand like you have that level of your coordinators leave that level of success sometimes like the next year it's really tough to, to duplicate it but like this was like it was sort of like that, but it happened to it happened really late in the season, like toward down the stretch. It go, oh, Super Bowl loser, oh, like their str- like the struggle. It fi- it finally it, like took a season and a half. Normally, it's like the whole season for some of these teams that fall apart a little bit. I like couldn't help but think that as they just like bow out in the playoffs with a whimper, lose to the lose to Arizona, lose to the Giants, lose this game. It's kind of like Super Bowl loser. Not it's not a curse. It's just what happens sometimes when you have that amount of success. What what's the most interesting coaching thing that you want to get started on here, and then we'll we'll Terry we'll take it into next segment. Uh, I was behind someone in line getting coffee after I played tennis today, and I was telling my wife about the coaching stuff. That's a nice humble brag, Belichick by the way. That's a nice little humble brag that you snuck that you, yeah. that you snuck in there. It was great. The it was great. Well, well, Thursday, Thursday morning is always tennis and coffee. It's great. Uh, the uh, I was telling she goes, "What's happening with the NFL coaches?" I go. Yeah, Belichick interviewed again with the Falcons. I don't know if there's anything there. And like the person in front of me and the person in front of them both were like, what do you think? It'd be pretty good on the Falcons. Like everybody wanted to talk about it. Oh, Falcons. Like, what do you think? So I don't know. That's what they think. That's rather what I think. Uh, So I'll give you my initial thought on that is I think he's probably waiting to see if anything happens with the Eagles and was probably waiting to see if anything happened with the Cowboys. So I think he has the leverage now and maybe he ends up in Atlanta. Maybe he doesn't end up anywhere. I think he knows that he's got that job. And now with that in tow, now he can kind of like see what else is out there. I'm not inside his head. I don't really know what he's looking for. Is he going to interview with the Chargers? Is he going to interview elsewhere? I'm not really sure. It feels to me like Bill's kind of like, 
I've got Atlanta. Now maybe I can survey what else is out there. And maybe he ends up going going to the Falcons. And in which case, they should win the NFC South like next season if Bill Belichick is the coach. On the other side, we'll hit some of the other coaching news in the National Football League, including the Cowboys' decision to retain Mike McCarthy, Joel Embiid, NBA MVP, and so much more here on a Thursday.